Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Have you ever had two fucking idiots spoil a movie for you? No? Well, this is your lucky day because we're going to spoil it. There's lots of spoilers. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Peace. I hate the word. I don't. Hello and welcome to Mish and Zach's Leguizama Rama, a podcast hosted by two people who don't really listen to podcasts about a man named John Leguizamo and all of the films, television appearances, TV series, episodes, shorts, games and everything else he's been in. There's over 150 of them and he keeps making them. This project is at least three years long. My name is Zachary Ruane, who you might know from the upcoming Mission Zach's Leguizama Rama live at the Lido screenings. I'm joined as ever by one of my dearest friends, uh, one of the funniest people I know, Mish Wittrup, who you might know from... Uh, who you might know from shedding a little tear because that was lovely, Zach, what you just said about me. Oh, thank you. bless you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I thought um, you were proud of me for a solid intro. Yeah, I, I, that as well. That, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, as you were going, I was like, bitch. He's going to do it. <laughs> He's going to do it. He's going <laughs> to fucking do it. Um, no, you might also know me from uh, recently uh, getting a puppy named mm-hmm. Stanley, mm-hmm. who um, is currently sleeping on my couch. I'm watching him. He will wake up soon. And when he wakes up, you best believe we must end this <laughs> podcast. So we are going to uh, do two, uh, what would you say, like um, uh, uh, like uh, precursors or two like uh, little uh, warnings? Yes, yeah. little, uh, bitty, little bitty warnings. Yeah, itty bitty little warnings to say, all right, two things. One... We are recording this, uh, you know, at our homes. Um, Mish is at home with her doggy, doggy, dog. If her doggy, doggy, dog does wake, well, yes. this potty, potty, pod must stop because her dog has just discovered barking. She just told me. Yeah. Um, number two is uh, we have a meeting with someone at Lido. We're going to go see the cinema where we'll be doing the screenings of Missions Acts Leguizama Rama. Um, Which is so exciting. And the day that this episode gets released is the day before the first screening. So if you're listening to this in real time, yeah, tomorrow uh, a screening of Super Mario Brothers will be happening at, at the Lido a Cinema in Melbourne. Um all the details, of course, just head, head to our Instagram at Mission Zach. There'll be a link there. Um, if you're listening to this in the future, we mention this not because uh, of promo purposes. We're not mm. talking about 
missions acts like Guzamarama live at Lido to promote the event, even though this is a nice bonus, uh, you know, book your tickets. It's going to be a great time. We're doing a half hour uh, interactive intro with giveaways and other things we will determine yep. about 20 minutes before the screening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was about, as you were saying that, I'm like, fuck, Zach and I have not talked once about what it is we're going to do. I I don't want to give it away. Oh, wait, yeah, we did. We did have I a very quick chat. A message. <laughs> is it last week's podcast? Yes, last week's yeah. podcast. A little Easter egg to last week's podcast. I sent her a message uh, with an idea I had. Um, it's a it's a fine balancing act with us because it's like you don't need to overcrowd it because mm. you know get us onto any literally any topic we'll fill it we'll fill yeah. the half hour. Um, so you don't want to overcrowd it, but you also you also don't want to see Mish or Zach in a panic. No. Um, if we, like, look over, say, how long have we been on and someone at Lido goes five minutes um, and we we don't have anything, it's going to be Do you, bad. We don't you know have what the rapport in a live setting. One of my setting. biggest fears, mm-hmm. and you are probably, you're, more, you're probably more used to this than me because I've never been in a situation where I've been, have I been? Maybe. Where I've been the person being asked the questions in a Q&A. Mm. My biggest fear is saying to a crowd of people, does anyone have any questions? And, and no, no one, one has a question. So if yeah. Zach and I decide to do a QA and a portion at the start of Which our viewings at Lido. I hadn't even thought of Great that. idea. Because, we, again, we could talk about fucking anything like for as long as we need to. Q&A is a great idea. So if you are coming to a viewing, can you please come with a question for us? Mm, just come um, and ask us a question. Mm. But we might not need that question because we might be jam-packed with giveaways, tote bags, mm. um, pictures. Johnny Legs facts. Johnny Legs facts. Debates about the uh, the different eras of legs. There's so many fun things we could do. Um, but do have a question just in case. Mm. Uh, but on that topic, literally on the topic of us waffling on being our superpower... Mm. Uh, the reason we tell you we have a meeting in Hawthorne is because we have to keep this podcast to a time. And if you guys have been listening to Leguizamarama for a while, because if Street Hunter is the first episode you've listened to. If you've gone, I'm going to check out Mission Zach's Leguizamarama. I just saw Mish's show on Netflix. Uh, maybe I'll go check out Mission Zach's Leguizamarama. Um, and you, and you've gone, you've scrolled down. It's two years in the future. You've scrolled down and you've gone. Oh, they did a Street Hunter episode. Yeah, that's a and good is, in for me. And this is the first episode you're listening to. Please stop listening stop. right now. There are plenty of others that you can listen to, uh, where you will get the true essence of Zach and Mish, which is we don't keep to a time, we don't keep to a topic. A lot of our episodes go to the one hour, hour and a half mark. Zach and I were aiming for under 45 minutes today, and I think we can do it. We edited, for the, for the, for the audience at home, we edited, I think our first episode was about Super Mario Brothers, yep. a movie that thematically has not much to it, and we, we had to edit that down to the hour and a half cut you can hear 
at yeah. home. Um, so that's funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. So all we're saying is, is that we might waffle on for a little bit, but you better believe we're going to rush at the end. <laughs> we should release the uncut Mario Brothers one week. No, we can't. Oh, is it offensive? No, I think um, I give away someone's address or phone number. Or something. No, I give someone's address away. I say where someone lives. <laughs> You've like- gotten a lot better, I will say this, because uh, if you listen to the Auntie Donna podcast first mm. 10, it's like filled with beeps. We're like, that's the joke. Mm. And then like we started getting comments online that was just like, stop with the beeps because mm. The first time you do a podcast, like the the idea of self editing is new, mm. um, and uh, so I I had been through that journey. You'll hear like Auntie Donna will be like, you know, your ex girlfriend beep, how they lived at beep, and now they live at beep, and you live yeah. at beep. Um, so we've, I've been on that journey, and I just want to say, Mish, you have been on that journey. I've seen you a few times go like go to say like someone's na- full name yeah. or go to yeah. say someone's address and then you go, no, because that's going to be a bother to timestamp. And I will lose a friend if I don't bother to timestamp it. You go, I could say this, but that mm. will involve going back, timestamping it, mm. writing a note to Tom. I've got a question for you. This yeah. might be about quite boring, what I'm about to ask, but I'm just interested to know. Um, I mean, we've got all the time you- in the world. Have you ever Have you ever lived either in an apartment block or a unit block where somebody yes. else in yes. the apartment yes. or the unit uh, knew who you were? Well, like I'm friendly with my neighbours. They know me as the guy they can get a cup of flour from. On a- <laughs> no, I mean like <laughs> that they that they know who that you were. Zach Ruane, international comedian, superstar, superstar, Auntie Donna. Mm. It's so hard to know. Mm. It's so hard to know. I'm so not... no one's ever stopped you and been like, "Oh my god." Well, I think building. I think we joke about me being like well known. Like I'm not. I mean, I'm I'm an alt comedy person. I I do sketch sketches on YouTube. Like I'm not. My Brad mate, Pitt. my mate got a date. Not my mate, my housemate got a date because she lives with me and I know who you are. Wow. Yeah, that, here's a cool story. My friend was at a bar wow. and she started talking to my housemate and she started talking to a bartender yeah. and they were just having a chat and they were kind of hitting it off and they were like, oh, you're a bit hot. Oh, I think you're a bit hot too. Hitting it off a little bit, right? And then they started talking and he was like, oh, yeah, um, I've actually just bought a house, wow. which is kind of cool. I move into it next week. She's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, no, I live with my friend. Um, I live with my friend Mish, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's a lot of fun. Like, she's really funny. She does comedy. And he's like, oh, would I know, would I know anything she's done? And my, friend, my housemate was like, absolutely not. <laughs> but um, she's worked with Auntie Donna before. So he would know what you've done with Auntie Donna. Well, there you go. And then he lost his fucking mind. Wow. And then he was like, oh, my God, have you met them? She's like, yeah, I have. Wow. And he was like, wow. And then they, they went on a date. Well, that's good for her. I'm yeah. glad that we can do that. Except he didn't wear socks under yeah. his sneakers. That's, that's a red Are you sure he didn't wear socks? Oh, she, like, she, he, she he told did, me. She, he wasn't wearing like uh, those low ankle. No. He wasn't going for that uh, Miami Vice sockless loafer look. No, it was legit. 
no no socks under it, like you know, sneakers. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a bit interesting. But she got a date, so thank you. No, you're welcome. Mm. Um that's no. So what I would say is, yes, I've probably lived in because I think apartments you're actually quite alone. You don't really know your neighbours when you live in apartments. When you live in units, you're more likely to know your neighbours. I think yeah. in, a, in a strange way. Yeah. And I've lived in a unit. I've lived in a like a townhouse where uh, my neighbours have known what I do. But not in any way that it's like they I, I, they know what I do in the same way I know they work at the school down the road. Mm. You know, we'll talk and they'll go, "How's you know making comedy?" And I go, "Good." How's the school down the road? And they'll go, mm. "Good." And maybe they knew I did that beforehand, but it's like I don't know. I feel like it's also hard to know. Like, is that is what is is this thing that we're t- like? Is this situation because I'm uh, I do YouTube on, and Netflix? Or is it like just part of getting older and the six degrees of separation get shorter every year you're alive? I love old people. My mum knows Auntie Donna as that group of comedy people that Tom from Coles is in. Yeah. (laughs) Love that. Because that's her Coles. He works at her Coles. That's so funny and odd. Yeah, and There's they always so say hi to each other. To she calls him. She calls him Tom from Dairy because he's always unloading milk when she sees him. <laughs> She's like, "How's Tom from Dairy's comedy group going?" Well, clearly not good enough if he's still Tom from Dairy. <laughs> 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 oh no, I laughed too loud. My dog just woke up. Oh no! No, Get ready no, for wait. Some barks. No, he's gone back. He's he's gone. Um, here's my question to you, Mish. Go for Have it. Have you ever lived in a house or a unit or an apartment? Yeah. Yeah, cool. I've lived in all three of those things. I imagine you live... I always... Oh, that's it. Fascinating. I always imagined you lived under a bridge going... I'm not a troll. <laughs> I'm not an ogre. No, I've lived in a house. I've lived in a unit and I currently live in an apartment. That's great. How's that? You guys are all one step closer to knowing where I live. Ooh, Ooh everyone here knows now. A little bit of a little bit of a hint. Do you know the other day I was talking to someone um, at a bakery that I go to, and they're like, "Oh, I've started what were you getting from the bakery?" I was getting. Sorry, vegan Mish, I was getting a chicken sandwich. I'm not, you don't have to apologise. <laughs> no, I do, I do have to apologise. I know good. how that's you a, choose to live. That's good that I'm feeling that guilt. Um, uh, so I was getting a chicken sandwich uh, because I haven't gotten around to reading Peter Singer yet. And Just very quickly on the chicken thing, my puppy eats chicken and I've had to buy some chicken and I've had to cut up some chicken and it was quite the experience for me. Yeah, no, I, I'm, also, I'm quite off. Handling mm. raw meat. So anyway, I, I did that. Uh, mm. and, and then she was like, oh, I've been listening to your podcast. And I didn't know which one she was referring to. And it was really awkward because I didn't know what to apologize for. I, didn't, <laughs> I was like, is there a broad apology that captures both? Because I was like, sorry. And I was like, oh, sorry. It's so like meandering and cut all over the place. And I was like, I feel like that captures both. Because I was like, I, either, I, either I apologize that we're, we shout and talk over each other mm. or I apologize for the fact that we talk about one pot pasta for... Never apologize for that. They love it. Our listeners love it. They love it. You're, you, you are getting... 
a little taste of our world. Oh, imagine how fun it would be to have a beer with Mission Zach. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Um, that all being said, as mm. wonderful as that waffling on was, I do want to get into talking about this movie because we, yeah. I had we got a DM on Instagram that said, um, hey, Mish, I think it's really important that you watch a movie that you like next because the ones that you don't like make you really mad. And I just want to reiterate, firstly, I don't get mad. I'm not mad. She gets even. I get fucking even. <laughs> Mish doesn't get mad. She gets even. She gets even. If you um, make a movie that is like uh, arrogantly bad, she will make a better movie. That's fucking right. You better believe it. Um, no, I don't get mad. It's so fine. I just, you know, I just have opinions and I'm not afraid to express them. Mm-hmm. And also, if, you're, if you do, if you have made over 150 films, chances are some of them are shit. Yeah, it's not. We're the, we need to be very clear here. We knew going into this that there was going to be some rough ones. Hmm. An actor, in my opinion, and this is maybe a tangent that one does not need to go down, but an actor, in my opinion, has very, very, very little control over the finished product. The script yeah. is more of a guide. Yes. Um and also there are things, you know, every human being, you've got to make choices. You make choices beyond just whether the script is good, you know. Um, Gladiator famously was like a 38-page outline when they started shooting Mm. and it came out just Mm. top-notch. There are other films like uh, The Counselor that had a really fully written script. Yep. Same director. look what we got. And look what we got. Oh, just very quickly, I will say, um, hot tidbit from Mish before we go into talking about 1990s action thriller Street Hunter, mm-hmm. I watched a movie that I actually had seen about three years earlier, but I'd forgotten about mm-hmm. it because I, 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 I don't know, I don't know why, but I'd forgotten I'd seen it. I watched a movie last week called Coherence mm. and I think it was so good. And I don't know if I meant to think it was good. <laughs> like I feel like maybe it was a shit film, but I really liked it. And one of the things I really liked about it is the vast majority of the script is like, or the vast majority of the film is improvised. Yeah. So each character in the movie, in a particular scene, like the movie project. was shot like over three days. It was like on a fifty thousand dollar budget, so nothing. But they were all given plot points and things they had to do. So, for example, one character would be told, "You have to leave the house." But the other character would have been told, you cannot let them leave. Okay. So it's and and one of the writers is the act one of the actors, and they are in the film to keep things on track. So yeah. if people miss stuff, that actor slips in and goes, Oh, have you seen this? It's really cool. That's fascinating. It's really cool. Do they shoot yeah. like whole scenes or like is it like kind of 
Well, they only shot it on two cameras, except for the first scene, which was shot on three. But it's not one giant take. Like, it's very impressive. I I don't know. I just really liked it. It's not not one giant take. It's scenes. No, it's scenes. Do you know... um, uh, Do you know... uh, I'm thinking of his character name, Corky Sinclair. Um, Christopher Guest... Yes. You know, he, yeah, so he did um, the dog movie and he did the the Mighty Wind and he did um, Waiting for Guffman and stuff. Mm-hmm. They are, you can feel it when you watch it, but they are virtually entirely improvised as well. They have the plot points. Mm-hmm. They know, like, what the end is and then the scenes and the interviews and everything are entirely improvised. And apparently, I think I've said this before on another podcast, but apparently they um, edit it together like a documentary. They get as many hours of footage as a documentary, mm. but it's all improvised comedy, and then they put mm. it together like a doco. So good. Isn't that fascinating? I love, yeah. No, I love that. I love that so much. I strongly recommend people watch Coherence. Apparently you can watch it on SBS On Demand, but I don't have that, so I rented it on YouTube. Yeah, great. Um, and it was great. So if you're looking for like an hour and a half of very entertaining, I really liked it. Do you want to hear a cute idea I had just then? Yeah. But maybe I've had it before and said it before. Yeah. I reckon we should um, every week give a little film recommendation off the back of whatever film we're watching. Keep in mind, though, that my life right now is currently work, my puppy, and making sure I watch a John Leguizamo film. Also, we have some, like, very lengthy TV shows that we have to watch. I'm not saying you have to watch it in the week. I'm not committing to that. Oh, you're meaning, like, previously, previously. I'm just, you know, it's good to try, good to try and watch something. but Because I'm, like, on the bad days, I'm, like, I should force myself to watch a good movie. Mm. Um, but, no, like, just, like, okay, hey, if you liked this um, 90s action thriller. Here's a cool 90s action thriller you might okay. also like. Cool. Well, Coherence is definitely not a 1990s no, action no. thriller. No, no. Look, that that's not – we're not going to, like um, – we're not going to retroactively put that onto what mm-hmm. I just said. They're not going to say the first example of okay. their recommendations was Coherence because I, I fully hear you. It's yeah. a mid-2000s improvised thriller. You can't just spring this shit on me. No, no. I'm giving you a week's notice for your okay. homework. So next week, I like it. Yeah. Put it out there to our listeners if you guys like that idea. Shoot us a DM. Let us know. Maybe Mish will post something on Instagram like, should we do this? Maybe she won't. We're going to do it. I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, let's talk about Street Hunter. Please. Because what I was saying is that people are like, maybe you should pick one that you like. I would like to premise that Street Hunter is great. (laughs) (laughs) I thoroughly enjoyed watching this this absolute shit fire it was i really i genuinely enjoyed it um so i'm going to do the quick blurb please um, and i will also premise this with um the way we watch street fighter i mean sorry street hunter street hunter the way we watch street hunter was on youtube with spanish subtitles and clearly ripped in my opinion yeah. from a vhs 100 percent ripped from a vhs so it is on there go and find it um They're not going to take it down, Uh, but it's there. So that's how we watch Street Hunter. So here's my little blurb. Street Hunter is a 1990 action thriller. It is the story of Logan Blade, an ex-cop who is now a bounty hunter. I think so anyway. He fights gangsters with his Doberman dog. He also wears a very cool hat when he is doing all his fighting. When he's not fighting, he takes off his hat. 
When the son of a powerful gang member is killed, Logan Blade is hired to find his killer. But who is his killer? It's John Leguizamo. Meanwhile, there is a group of very angry, very bad men that want to take over the city, but I don't really know why. Logan Blade has to fight them. This movie has everything. It has gun violence, fist fights, machetes, yelling, explosions, angry cops, and a scene at a jazz club. John Leguizamo plays Angel, the sidekick of the leader of the bad men, and also the guy that killed that gangster's son. He says some funny things sometimes, but he also wears a giant blazer, which he did a lot in the early 90s. (laughs) (laughs) He is a mean (laughs) pants. Dude, baby Dude. legs. Love the giant blazer. Anyway, giant blazer. He is a meanie pants that gets angry a lot and probably needs some therapy. He also has a bit of a crush on Logan Blade's girlfriend, Denise. I haven't brought up Denise at all yet in my blurb, but that's because she's completely irrelevant to the film. Love it. Thank you. Um, full disclosure on this film. Uh, I feel like this is one of the ones where, like, the sound was very, um, you know, like mm. it was very VHS. Distorted, yeah. Distorted. Um, the, 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 like, like it was hard to see what was happening. Yeah. Uh, I was generally distracted, you know. It wasn't like, yeah. I, w- I was like, I was, pl- today's a very busy day for me, so I was sort of planning today, watching it. So full disclosure, it was like it. It was not like uh, there was no HD version of this. Film yeah, for us and to it watch. was not like I got it like all into me. Like th- there's going to be moments where I think Mish will go, you know, this scene, and I'll go, no, no, nah. no. I think neither of us really. <laughs> oh, that's I good. Think, I'm no, like- I'm the same way. I'm the same way. That my blurb is pretty much all I could pick up on. Like mm. stuff like there were a group of very angry men. Yeah. That were, that all kind of looked like oiled up models from the late 80s, white male models from the late 80s. There were a group of angry men that wanted to take over the city, but I don't know why or why they were so mad, like so mad. I also, I also like, I didn't know like to what level they wanted to take over the city. And this is not, again, not a criticism of the film really. Like this might've been me, like they might've, but it was like, do they want to like be the gang? Like, do they, is it like a warrior's situation where they want to get, like get rid of all the, the other gangs or do they yes, want to literally like take over the city? They wanted to be the number one gang Right, um, there was a point where that's what I thought it was, but then there was a point where I'm like, no, I think they want to like, li- like this man is now the mayor of this city. Yeah, like there was a bit of that. I don't know. I was no, very it, like it was also this whole movie had two states. It was either angry action violence mm. or sexy sex. <laughs> God, there was um, there was a bit where I was really not watching it. There was this like real run of not watching it, and then um, and then there was just a man with two naked women and yeah. just some boobies, and I was like, a lot of boobies, and it, and it had a real like, um, oh, it was funny. It's just like, like I feel like the proliferation. We've talked about this. The proliferation of pornography on the internet has mm. taken away from like the need to just like. Or the impact of just putting some boobies in a scene. Mm. 
Um, yep. I feel like Swordfish will be the last great example <laughs> where they oh, spent a yeah. million dollars on some superfluous boobies. Yeah. <laughs> It's Absolutely. Like, like we don't need why why would you why would you Because okay. So this is how I kind of read Street Hunter, right? Mm. Of the era of Miami Vice, mm-hmm. and you can definitely see that because of the giant blazers and the sexy panpipe. <laughs> yeah, oh the soundtrack um, and, was like and the, up the, the tops, yeah, oh so good. And the t-shirts that are a little bit too tight. And just like the ridiculous violence, right? So very, very, yep, I see the Miami Vice influence. To me, Miami Vice is the show that men watched in the late 80s and early 90s with their wives when their kids went to bed. They're Mm -hmm. like, let's watch Miami Vice before bed. Street Hunter is what they watch when the wife and the kids are out of the house. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to watch this man movie with like, man things and boobies like and violence. Get, I'm going to get my VHS. Like, yep. like they're like, oh, it's three. Like, like I, I go up with my VHS of Hunt for Red October mm. and the girl at the desk at, um, at Video Easy goes, oh, do you know that you can get uh, two weeklies? Um, it's actually cheaper. It's a dollar cheaper if you get two weeklies and you're like, oh, sick. Mm. So then you head over to the action film section and you go, oh, Street Hunter. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. And you just grab yeah. that. And then, you, and then you have a good time. You, um, maybe you uh, – there's no internet then either. Yeah. So. so it would be very much like you you put it in. Like So the wife and the kids are out of there. They're, they're doing a weekend at They're Nan at her mum's house. Yep. Yeah. They're yeah. at Nan's house for dinner and they're going to stay the night because the um, her sister – just had got is going through a divorce and needs some support. And divorce so, then, I mean, divorce then, this is, we've got to have some context for this yeah. hypothetical situation okay. we're making up. Like divorce then was a lot bigger of a deal. Yeah. Like, and, you, and you would need the support of your sister and your mum. So, yeah, they, yeah. so Deborah has called her sister, who is your wife. Is Deborah my wife? Deborah's your wife. Yeah. Um, no, 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 sorry. Deborah has called, your, called her sister. Who is your my so the sister wife. is your wife? Yeah, is okay, her sister. Deborah Deborah is my wife's sister? No, yours your wife's name is Sandra. Yes, Sandra. Sandra is your wife. Deborah, yeah. her sister, has called Sandra and said, Okay, it's happened. Me and Richard are getting a divorce. Yeah. And Sandra's like, that's it. We're gonna pack up the kids, our kids Belinda and Tommy. And Belinda and Tommy and I, we're going to go to, to mum's. Don't worry about this, Deborah. We got you. And then turns to you and says, so sorry, honey. I'm going to be gone for the night. Deborah needs me. Her and Richard are going through a divorce. Mm. Um, and you're like, oh, that's all right. I've got, I've got a microwave mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. I've got a really big bag of Doritos. And, um, and not only that, and, then, and, and not only that, I've got the steak in the freezer. Yeah, you've got the steak. So if I'm really hungry, I can get that out. Yeah, exactly. And you and Sandra have a pretty good even relation. You like to cook. You could we could bust out the grill if well, you want to, but you know you're not going. Yeah, but you also know you're not going to do that. You're just going to watch street. You're just going to watch yeah. a movie and eat some mac and cheese, right? So then you go to your lounge, like you kick off your bloody shoes. You put on your ratty bloody tracky pants. It's time for a night in by yourself. You sit down and you put in Street Hunter, mm-hmm. and you eat your mac and cheese. 
And you just have a real good night of it. What's my job? What's Sandra's job? What's Deborah's job? Um, Deborah, I know one of them is a teacher and one of them is a nurse, but which course. is which? So your wife, Sandra, yeah. is a nurse. Okay, yeah. Deborah is a teacher. Mm-hmm. You are a banker. Oh, I do banking. Yep, you do banking. Wow. I sort of saw myself more in the, uh, like I was a some sort of labourer, but I, I can no. get behind banking, yeah. No, you're a banker. Hundred percent. Yeah, no, I love that. And um, bottom, bottom rung, like you're, you're working your way up through the business, but you're in there. You're definitely in there. Um, now, and, but to be honest, you've actually you've just done Friday night drinks. Yeah, with your banker friends, um, and they've all had to go home. And you're like, well, I got to head off too. You know, I've got I'm a bit hungry, and I've got some. I've got I've got five weeklies to watch tonight. It's yeah, gonna be really good. And then you go home and you watch. Street Hunter, and you're like, that was fucking sick. But then when you finish Street Hunter, you put in Dirty Dancing. Do I? You do. I thought I, w- I would uh, go out to the shed and, and get out one of my porno mags. No, no, no. You put on Dirty Dancing yeah. because you quite like the music and you actually think it's a good film. Yeah. And then you go to bed under the mattress. You've got jugs, jugs, jugs. Yeah. And, yeah. you, and you masturbate to giant breasts. It's pictures of giant and Which is great breasts. because you saw some breasts in Street Hunter. Yeah, that's what got me going. I that's see. what got you like, oh, I could, oh, my God, I could have a, a in-bed maz to jugs, jugs, jugs because Sandra's out of the house. I don't like to maz in bed with Sandra there. Yeah. Usually you go into, like, the bathroom to have a maz or something. Like, I don't like to do it. And now I get to have the whole bed. For a maz. And, so, and you don't even worry about hiding the magazine under the bed. You've just got it out next to you where Sandra usually sleeps. Can I, can I <laughs> posit one um, alternative theory about my night? Yeah. I think I pause it at the first example of breasts during Street Hunter. I think I go out to the shed <laughs> and I get my Jugs, Jugs, Jugs magazine from mm. under the box on the what shelf. What else is in the shed? Um, just tools, uh, <laughs> fishing stuff. Um, there's a couple of porno mags and two porno VHSs. <gasps> yeah. Um, and I go out to the shed, I get the magazine, I bring it in. And then, and then I do everything else. I like, I, I, I put it on the bed. I keep watching the movie. Then I do the maz in bed. I'll, I'll leave it at that. When, where and when did you buy the porno VHSs and does Sandra know about them? She knows about one. So one of the <laughs> porno VHSs was uh, we did a long weekend away um, after, the second, after our second kid. She was getting, well, well I say she was getting a bit stressed we later learned she was suffering from postnatal depression. This is yeah. 20 years later when our own uh, daughter ha- gets postnatal depression. She goes, you know, I think I might have had postnatal depression. Mm. I go, yeah. Um, but I, at the time I think she's just a bit stressed with it all because I do literally nothing for her. Of course. Yeah. I go to work and I do literally nothing. Um, and then uh, so we have a weekend Your only away. job every week is to rent the VHSs. Yeah, 
And you even do, you then, go and you rent the VHS tapes on Thursday after work, yeah, so that you have all the VHSs that you need for you and the kids over the weekend. Yeah, and I do, and I'm fun with the kids. I'm fun. Oh with yeah, the you're kids. great with the kids. The kids love you. But you and Sandra are still together in 20 years. There's love there. Yeah, but I am a little bit. I kind of sometimes say things about her being like the oh, you know, I'm the fun one in like in front of the kids, and it's like well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, she, I'm only the fun one because I don't have to be the disciplinarian, you know. Yes. These are all things I realise when she confronts me in the early 2000s and says, yeah. listen, this needs to change. Yeah. And to my credit, I step up. Mm. So anyway, so, you've gone out to the shed to get your porno. Well, no, now I'm telling you where I got the pornos from, Mish. Oh, yes. So <laughs> I got the first, well, the second of three. I think there's three porno VHSs. The second of three... We got together. We thought we'd oh. spice things up. We went. Uh, we were in Sydney for the weekend. Did she pitch it to you or did you pitch it to her? She pitched it to me, but after I had laid every part of that concept out for her. Yeah, yeah. So she pitched it to me. Um, she'd bought some sexy lingerie in Melbourne. Oh. We went to Sydney. We went to a, 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 a sexy sort of uh, shop, like a Club X type shop in the city, and we bought the VHS together. The other one I've had since the since the eighties, mm. like since the like kind of very early days um, before yeah. the kids, and then the 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 most recent one uh, I bought. Um, when I went to Queensland for a work trip. And she doesn't know about it. She doesn't know about it. Well, she probably does. She knows this stuff out in the shed. But I think she thinks <laughs> it's mostly just the Chico Roll uh, poster. Mm. You know. Yeah, but Sandra, but also Sandra doesn't mind about nah. jugs, jugs, jugs. No, nah, she doesn't mind. She's very nah. chill. Um, she's a, you know, she's a chill. She's very chill, old Sandra. Yeah. I love Sandra. This is the thing. I'm not mean-spirited. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just a product of my generation. Of course. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. I love Sandra to And bits. in 20 years' time, you both have really, really good conversations about postnatal depression and you openly um, acknowledge that you were inconsiderate and yeah, weren't aware of what was better. going on. And Sandra really appreciates that. And now the two of you currently are travelling through Croatia together as a retirement. Well, we were... And then but we happened. were on the Ruby Princess. Yeah. And now Sandra's dead. <laughs> Sandra's dead. <laughs> now Sandra's dead. <laughs> so you were on the Ruby Princess with your wife, Sandra. She caught COVID. And she now Sandra's COVID. dead, Zach. Sandra's dead. <laughs> Sandra's dead. It's so full on. Um, mm. But she told me she wanted me to be happy. And, and my, my, here's the thing, right? My daughter hates my new partner. Hates her. You already have a new partner. Yeah. Worst part is it's uh, mine and Sandra's mutual friend from down the road. Oh, that's awful. Zach, it was only last year that you were having the postnatal depression conversation because 20 years after watching Street Hunter, you... You sound like my daughter. Your daughter had a kid. So you've only broken up a year ago. You sound like my daughter, but here's the thing that you don't understand at 30. You don't understand that love is more complex. Yes, but Uh, Rhonda came over. Rhonda and Sandra were so close. But just because... They were really good friends. Absolutely, Nothing happened between me and Rhonda before Sandra passed. Nothing. (laughs) 
Nothing <laughs> happened between me and Rhonda. I would have never even entertained the idea. But love is more than just passion and sex. It's also about companionship. And Of course. I and Rhonda that. knows me and I know Rhonda and, and I think that both Sandra and... Do you have uh, sex? Yeah. Is it good? No. <laughs> but here's the thing. Is it mostly just someone that you can go to the movies with and go to NGV with? And- we have dinner together. She makes mm. me dinner. I uh, I potter out the back. We're going to sell her place, uh, use it to buy three units in the outer suburbs and charge yeah. a lot for in rent. Mm. Here's the thing, right? I know, I know. Look, I was, I was really, really uh, good friends with Jeff, okay? I was mm. really good friends with Jeff. But I know Jeff, that Jeff-, Jeff was out of the picture, like... 10, 12 years ago. They so, were divorced and then he passed away. So yeah. so I just need to say that I think both Jeff and Sandra would be happy for us. I think Sandra would be for sure, but I think I understand why your daughter, firstly, your daughter is dealing with postnatal depression yeah. So not and the passing of her mother. Mm. I can understand why your daughter, Therese, yeah. finds it so difficult. That you are now dating Rhonda from down the street. And let's be honest, Rhonda was at her birthday parties. Yeah, yeah. She knows Rhonda Rhonda really well. Rhonda went to some of Teresa's soccer games. Rhonda was her teacher in grade three. Oh, my God, I didn't know that. Yeah, so, I mean, she she has a really (laughs) complex feeling. She doesn't think of her as Rhonda. She thinks of her as, like, (laughs) Mrs. Wilson. So to her, it's a very confronting concept. Absolutely. Would Would you marry Rhonda? Look, I don't really. I mean, Rhonda's talked about it. I, I mean, I haven't really been going to I church the, much. I think the thing that is particularly hard. <laughs> Rhonda's much thing, more Catholic than I am. She's but no, I think the thing memory. that's particularly hard. Yeah, is that Rhonda clearly fancied you. Yeah. After Jeff left. Yeah. There was a clear, even Sandra and you joked around about it sometimes. But yeah. Sandra was a, Sandra was very assured of herself, assured of your relationship. She knew you loved her yeah, and that you weren't interested in Rhonda. Do you know what? Um, do you want to know the twist? I mm-hmm. I never treat, cheated on Sandra, but Sandra did cheat on me in '97. What? Sandra <laughs> cheated on me in 1997 um, with uh, a coworker, with a, a male teacher at the school. We might she's a nurse have, with a doctor at the school. You know, Zach, we might have to hospital. revisit this because we allowed ourselves 40, was it 40 minutes? Yeah, yeah, that was my alarm yeah. just going off We there, allowed yeah. ourselves 40 minutes to talk about Street Hunter mm-hmm. and we've just hit 40 minutes. I thought and the soundtrack didn't... and the opening titles were fantastic, particularly, I think, with the layer of VHS. Yeah. I really liked the dog that killed people with him and I thought it was really cool that Timothy Meadows from Mean Girls was in this film. <laughs> I thought it was great how much Baby Legs was in it and I wanted to have a conversation about is this the missing link between Baby Legs and Sexy Luigi, but no, it was very much Baby, baby Legs. legs. Um, also, uh, at the end, um, when Logan Blade or the Street Hunter was fighting the leader of the Bad Men, he goes, well, how would you like to fight? Guns? Swords? You choose your weapon. And then he said, I'd rather just go fist to fist. So they, they attempt to beat each other to death. 
I also, oh, wa- I also action wanted films. to make a note of this being like the epiphany of action films pre The Matrix, where people considered a muscly man standing in one spot with a machine gun action. Yeah. Um, I give this three and a half Leguizamos, Leguistamos. <laughs> Very good. I give it three Leguistamos. Not my favourite legs performance and, to be honest, um, I think it could have been a little bit more of a better copy of the film that we watched. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we... It was hard to... It's hard to get the full essence of the legs when you're watching a burnt VHS. I have to say, I reckon a better quality print would have... Would have lost. <laughs> no, for me, would have lost the stars. The, the, that opening title sequence that goes for fucking five hours. Yeah, just five hours. I was like, I think this is they've accidentally put the end credits at the top. Mm-hmm. Just music, titles, and like just like VHS distortion. For me, yeah. it was my favorite part of the whole movie. Oh, it was very good. The soundtrack was fucking killer. Anyway, so three from me, three and a half from Zach. We've run out of time and my dog is waking up and we have to go to Hawthorne now. We've got so- to go. I've got to go catch a fucking tram to Hawthorne for you <laughs> motherfuckers. And I will see you in the flesh, Zach, in around about an hour. See you, everybody. At- Bye, everyone. See you next week or, or see you uh, tomorrow at the Lido. Unless you're listening to this any time other than the day it came out, then sorry. And then even even still, go to the Lido. It's a great little cinema. We yeah, it's love a great it. cinema. Support the Lido. Okay, bye. <laughs> hey, bish. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.